there's a very there's a very fascinating there's a very fascinating contrast to Noach and Avram Avinu, two tzaddikim, and there's a very very fascinating contrast that Noach were told that Hashem loves him. At the end of Bereshis, Noach Matzachem Bene Hashem. There's an introduction to the story of the Teva of Nayach Matzachem Bene Hashem. God likes Nayach. Now it doesn't tell us why, but it tells us that Nayach's Matzachem. The end of Bereshis, it almost like gives a reason for a story. You're about to have a story where Nayach's given a unique mission. There's a world that's gone awry, that's corrupt, but there's one man, Nayach Matzachem. Nayach, it doesn't say why, but he found favor in Hashem's eyes. We're then told at the beginning of Nayach some stuff about Nayach. Ela told us Nayach, Nayach is Sadik, and it says some stuff about Nayach. I asked the Kasha from Rai Shapila, which Eli Berkowitz, Eli Berkowitz taught me the Maral, says a Pshat. I appreciated that Maral a lot. You told me the Maral, Eli? Amazing Maral that. We ask, it speaks about Nayach and it praises Nayach. And Rashi says it does that because Zecher Tzadik Kadosh Levracha. You mention it Tzadik, you say something good about him. So Shlomo, why do we only say Zatzal after a Tzadik's Nifter? Why do we only say, say Zatzal when he's alive? Zatzal is Zecher Tzadik Levracha. The mention of a Tzadik, you should say something good. A Tzadik's, you mention Reb Maisha, you say something nice about Reb Maisha. So why is that Sal tied to Tzaddik not being here? You ever wondered that, Yisrael? We say on Rav Henech Libu, it's that Sal. But on a living Tzaddik, we don't say that Tzaddik stands for Zecher Tzaddik Levracha. The mention of a Tzaddik's for a blessing. That's true. Nayach was alive and the Torah blesses Nayach. Why? Zecher Tzaddik Levracha. You mention a Tzaddik, you say something good. You ever wonder this, Elio? Why don't we say Zatzal on a living Gadol? Isn't that a good question, Shlomo? So Eli Berkowitz said that the Maral, you can ask another Kasha. Twice in the Torah it says, Zeich Tzadik Levrach on, 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 on Nayach. Adam was a Tzadik. Doesn't say something good about Adam. Why isn't it compliment Adam? There were other Tzadikim spoken about in the Torah. The, why doesn't it say, mention Adam's name, say a nice praise of Adam? Punked by Nayach, it mentions him. It's, by the way, it doesn't, it says Avram Avinu's name. It doesn't say like a nice praise about Avram. So the Maral says that when a tzaddik's alive, it's natural to praise him. When the whole world was corrupt, am I saying it right? There's a corruption all around. So then you want to point out the tzaddik. Like at this time, the tzaddik can almost not be noticed. So it says, Nayach, or let's say something good about him. We're talking about a corrupt world. The focus is very much on corruption. So he said, when it's Tzadik's alive, we don't say Zatzal because he's alive. Everybody knows, everybody speaks good about him. He's not alive, much like the Tzadik was alive and he's surrounded by Rishos. By Avram Avinu, it says praises when he deals with Stoim. So in the face of a stoim, it says praises on Avram Avinu, Zeichet Tzadik Levracha. When you mention the Tzadik, point out, but he's different. So when the Tzadik's dead, the Tzadik's no longer alive and his actions are not known to everybody, it's a time to praise the Tzadik. 
That is what the Maral says. Lemaisa Nayach were told why he was chosen. Nayach Matzachain Bene Hashem. And then the Torah tells us Nayach was a tzaddik tamim. And then as such, Hashem speaks to Nayach and speaks to him and tells him, tells him to build a teva. Hashem speaks to Nayach. We've really been told about the tzidkus of this individual, briefly, but we've been told about his tzidkus. Why? Why? And Hashem is a command. What's fascinating about Avram Avinu, and I don't know why, is when the Ramban points this out, we're not told, it's fascinating, the end of Nayach Avram's introduced, with nothing really, no story, it doesn't speak Avram's Sidkus, Avram and Nachar take wives, that's introduce, introduction to Avram, it says Avram's wife's name, Terach takes Avram and Light, and Sarah Avram's wife, and they go from Orkastim to Canaan, and Terach dies. And then Lech Lecha begins, Vayoyim Hashem Avram, Hashem tells something to Avram. Why was this man chosen? And Hashem says to him, Lech Lecha Meyaretzcha, Mimeladetcha, Mibes Avicha, El Eretz Asherecha, Avram Avinu is commanded something, but there's no, there's no story of why he was chosen. There's no Avram's, Avram's a tzaddik, and it's, it's like fascinating. By Nayach gets chosen, the Torah makes a point, Elio. Nayach's a tzaddik, and as such, a world's being destroyed. Hashem is. By Avram Avinu, there's no mention of why he was chosen. There's this command he gets that Hashem says, I have a mission for you. But there's no preceding message of any unique character trait or something, Avram's a tzaddik, Avram's an Eved Hashem, nothing. What happened? Why is this man given this mission? The Ramban points this out. It's strange. It's hard to understand. Will we find out later? There are places in the Torah that it refers to Avram. In Tanakh, it calls Avram Ahuvi and Avram So we certainly find out about Avram's greatness later. It is fascinating in the first instruction to Avram why he got that command. There is nothing said before. What I want to suggest to the Chevra Binyamin, tell me if you think Akiva. I want to make a suggestion. I want to suggest that nothing is said before because the very reason that he's equipped to listen to this message is who Avram is. Mm-hmm. Again, I want to say that. If it didn't tell me, by Nayach, Nayach was a tzaddik, Hashem said to the tzaddik, who he saw as a righteous man, everybody's corrupt, he's righteous, Hashem gives him a task. Avram Avinu, with no preceding information about his sidkus, is given a task. Lech lecha um, why do you give this man the task? doesn't say. So what I want to suggest is his very task that he was given is the very thing that he was capable of such a task is the very source of his greatness. It doesn't need a hakdama. The task he was given means he was misogel for such a task, and that's who he was. So you don't need to give an introduction. He was a tzaddik, and as such, Hashem told him, the very task will tell you why he was given this task. 
Noyach is a tzaddik, and as such, he's told to build the teva. Avram Avinu is Avram because, of this, because he's capable of this task that he was told. You don't need an introduction. It wasn't a certain sidkus, and here is the task. The task itself, that he was worthy and built, and is shayach to such a task, and this is the mitzvah, this is the, intro- the task itself is the introduction to Avram Avinu. The task itself is the introduction to who he was. Who was he? Somebody who was worthy of this task. This is, this is our first information of anything you, other than he was born, had a wife, and traveled. We're not taught anything about Avram before we're taught this task. So in this task is something fundamental to who he was. I would like to try to share what is that. What in the task of Lech Lecha? Now, I want to say like this. I want to say like this. I've made an observation. I've made an observation. People in their house have a much easier time doing nothing than out of the house. In your house, people have a very easy time doing nothing. A guy in the, in the dorm on a Sunday is murder. In your house, a Sunday is not murder. Your house, and your, you're not exposed. You have ways and tricks from youth of things that we're accustomed to that give you security that you could just like melt into nothingness there. A guy described to me being very uncomfortable here in Waterbury. So he said to me, I thought there's a place of comfort. Like here I'm coming, I'm very uncomfortable. I told this guy, there are two types of people who should come. And there are two types of people. I said many guys should come because they need a place of comfort. There's such a thing person needs a certain type of love and comfort. There's another guy that the structure of schools, the monotony of schools, and the fact bell rings, go here, bell ring, go here. I said, you're very secure in that, except you don't know yourself. You're out of touch with your own feelings and personality and struggles. You came to Waterbury different than another kid. By you, the fact that you're uncomfortable is why you should be here. You know why you're uncomfortable? Where should I go? I love it. I love it. Where should I go? What should I do? Give me a test for heaven's sake. I just, like, let me just, I have to actually like feel me and think what I want to do, where I should put myself. That's murder. I'd much rather study for a science test, to be honest. Can you like just give me school or let me like a bell ri- and then I'll just ignore me. It's so gishmak not to like, I have to actually feel and decide and think. Friendships, this is a very hard social environment because you act- actually have to socialize. It's, it's easier, just let a bell ring and we all sit there and another bell rings, we sit here and the third bell rings, it's much easier. And, and I'll go, then, I'll, then I'll retire home and be comfortable there. But you're, you're telling me, no, none of that. Now, where do I put myself? I move myself here. You have to find who are you, what do you like, who are your friends, develop. Yeah, you're forced to be uncomfortable. And that uncomfortable, you'll find you. Where do you want to go? Who do you want to relate to? How do you relate to people? We're done when, when in, 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 for little kids. One day you'll have little children. You keep them safe from this kid's dangerous. Don't invite him. They're a little older, how do I, now the person's in charge, how do I connect to my society? How do I relate to him? I like in yeshiva that there are 150 doors, whatever doors there are, and I want you to learn how to walk into every room. What does it mean? And the way to relate in that room. Mm. 
I want you to learn you. And Avram Avinu was told, Avram has the safety, there's a tremendous safety of your birthplace, of your customs. There are really three safeties of every single person. There's the safety of his culture. It's very, very safe, the cultural things he has. His own family, his childhood friends. There's all these safety nets of the things that I just learned that will just be secure and safe. And Avram Avinu was told by Hashem, Lech lecha me'artzcha, I want you to leave all the things that make you secure to the land I'll yet show you, to the land of the unknown. That mission defines Avram, a human being, who who outgrew his own environment, who was willing to step out of his comfort zone. The very mission describes why he was chosen for such a mission. Some people, you have to like, Nayak builds a teva. Why did this man build a teva? He was a tzaddik. Let me give an introduction. Avram Avinu with no introductions given a task because his very capacity for the task is why he was chosen. Because he clearly had a willingness for truth to come out of his own comfort zone. The courage, the one for what's true to be not secure and comfortable, to say I'll step out of my comfort zone. And I'll be uncomfortable because I want to be Koshemis. I don't need all the securities that I had. I'm willing to step out of where I'm comfortable. It's very, very hard that all of us have times we just want to retreat to where we're comfortable and secure, to that which we know, to that I could just like oh, breathe and be blissful and be so comfortable with nothingness. Avram Avinu is given a task that I think the very task he's given of lech lecha meyaretzcha meyladcha mebeisavicha the very task I dare say in a nusach acher shleima that everybody has that task but he's a man who heard that call and listened to it in a certain way every human being's possibility is we have very good things we've been handing but to step out of it I love the guy there are guys, there are people who break ge- his generations of unhealthiness. There are people whose grandfather was divorced, father, and then not that divorce is the picture of unhealthiness, whatever it might be, but generations of challenges and a man stands up and changes a pattern. I love that guy. The world was created for that guy. He's called Avram Avinu. That Asara Dairis Minoyachad Avram, angered Hashem. And one man stood up. So what I'm saying, Ilan, is, is that we asked the Kasha. Nayak was given a task, and there's an introduction to why he was tasked with that. Nayak matzachem ben Hashem. Nayak is sadik There's a reason, and then he's given. Avram Avinu, we're not given a reason why he was given the mission. We're just out of the blue. This man is like given a mission, which others were him. So then it's got to be within the mission I can learn who the man was that he was chosen for such a mission. And the, the, the person was chosen because of his willingness for such a mission. That itself is descriptive of him, I'm led to believe, because it wasn't told. It, so the mission must be an introduction. If this is introduction to him, so it must introduce him. 
And Avraham Avinu's mission is Lech Lecha If you want to know who he was, this Hashem knew we would read this as the introduction. We weren't told before. We're just told like every, uh, the first unique thing of Avram, that he was born, many people had been born. That he had a father, many people had a father. That he traveled, many people traveled. The first unique point of Avram that we're taught, where Avram stands out, is he's told a direction, a directive, a task. Hello, could I hear, what, could you introduce me to the man, why he was given such a task? No, the task itself will introduce you to the man. And the task itself is means that Avram was misogal. He was, he was, he was, from what his own courage and his own behavior, he was built for such a task of the willingness to step out of that which is comfortable. The willingness to step out of that which he was used to is to the land I will yet show you. It fascinates me, Hashem, Rashi said, Hashem doesn't tell him where to go. In light of what I'm saying, it's obvious Hashem doesn't tell him where to go. Because the very thing is, if you knew where to go, you're not out of your comfort zone. If you knew where it was going to end, the very task is that which you do know, step out of, and enter a world where I don't know, where I'm not sure, and step there. Go there. I don't know. I don't know. There are stages in life. It's a very pure stage. It's a certain stage. It doesn't last. We have ages where we feel very much. We know our direction. A ninth grader, a tenth grader, 11, 12, you feel you know your direction. Like, he'll go here. He's going to go in there. It's all this yeshiva, three years. Like, it's like very charted, very mapped. There's a day people are at a place. Like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what the next. I have no idea. There's a beauty and a purity to that stage. You're like touching Avram. There's, there's a beauty to that stage. I don't know. I don't know. I just know I'm, I just know I'm moving forward. I'll yet see it. I don't know where I'm going. I, I've told the guys about this scene. It was, it was such a beautiful scene. I have a set speech the last Shabbos of the year where I talk to guys about the next step. We talk about Eretz Yisrael and we share ideas and we're sitting in Fort Log. We're in the middle of a, we're in the middle of Pennsylvania in some fort. The world is upside down, inside out. We had like one falling from the heavens. We're in Pennsylvania. And I'm meeting the guys by the lake. And with the prepared speech of next year, the other ridiculous, none of us knew where we were going next year. None of us knew is what are gonna be open? Is the world gonna be open? Is Eritisrael gonna be open? It was so cool to be there, to be at a place I don't know, I have no idea. I have no idea. The willingness to be at that place is very, very good for a person. It's very, very good for a person. That being at that state, that all different gains, you, you find out deep stuff at that insecure place, that place of not knowing, you find a lot out, you discover a lot, you build a lot at that place of not knowing. But a person has to be willing to be there. It's much easier and more secure not to be there, to be at you know, the comforts where I, where I could just be a kiam of nothingness, a kiam of serenity. And just, it's much easier. Now, how a person knows that, you know, any comforts disallowed, chas v'shom. We have to create as much comfort as we can and not be afraid, targeted carefully to step out of our comfort zones. It's interesting.
One of the things that I've learned from my, from my son's Rebbe, one of the things I've learned from my son's Rebbe is situations that are difficult. Situations that are difficult, instead of just surviving, instead of just managing, he taught us like there's a tire of the situation. Somebody had a Rebbe who liked him more than he liked his Rebbe, and it was like a very awkward relationship. So to most people, you shrug, you deal with it, you survive, and okay, it's an awkward situation. The Rebbe likes me, I don't like him, strange, weird, fine, okay. He taught us this Rebbe, this Navaid of the situation, and it's bringing something out of you. There's a, and there's an active response to such a situation that, that, that guides you and brings you somewhere. You have to be willing to be in that situation. And it's easy to run, to hide, to avoid, to forget. He taught us there's a tire of that situation. And when you embrace and engage the situation, Avram Avinu is told, All that's secure and comfortable and known, leave it. And go to a place where, I don't know, you'll, I'll yet show you. It's open. It's, oh, I don't know the answer. I don't know how it's going to end. It doesn't have, but from that place, I'm going to discover with faith, with sincerity, with honesty, I'm willing to be in that uncomfortable place. And we discover a lot and create a lot in that uncomfortable place. There's, there's with my own children going to learn out of town, it's very, I don't like my kids. Maybe it's my fault that they may have some homesickness. I like my kids' home. I like when my kids are home. And they go to yeshiva, it's difficult. So it's not like shucks. At first, the, the feeling like shucks. I wish really the yeshivas that were good for them were mamish in my living room and dining room. Halavai, their rebbeim will be willing to move into my basement. And then the yeshiva could be in the dining room, at least next door. But shucks, the good yeshiva them is far away. Now, how they go in the makam A lot of steiging is coming out of your comfort zone. A lot of steiging, guys leave yeshiva at the end of the year. Guys, I'm so secure. And, there's, and it's, it has to be with chachma, because the goal is not to make everything uncomfortable. It's not to say, if you go to a yeshiva and you have some comforts there, to say, it must be bad for me. It's not that way. With intelligence, to pick areas that I'm willing to step out of comfort zone, from a comfortable place, thought out when a person's ready, as a person's ready, with a measured amount, when Hashem sends us uncomfortable things, to be willing to be in that matziv and to grow and develop from that situation, in that matziv, develop, allow it, accept the situation. So I wanted to share this with Avram. Our introduction to Avram Avinu is a mission that he was given. It probably is a very, if the Torah, if Hashem gives us his introduction, it's, it's very instructive to who Avram, Avram Avinu was and why he's chosen to be the, to be the Av of Klal Yisrael. And the introduction unique to Avram is Lech Lecha Hashem tasks him with leaving everything that's comfortable to a place I'll yet show you. And then Hashem says something fascinating to him. Hashem says to him, you'll become a great nation there, you'll have blessing and you'll have fame. And Rashi explains that the derech of traveling, everything we're afraid of the unknown is there, I'm not going to be famous. When you travel, who knows you? It's unlikely to, to have blessing, to have money there. It's unlikely to become a great nation. But Hashem promises Avram that precisely when it feels like in those places, 
I can't get rich, I can't get famous, I can't get build a nation precisely there and only there when you're willing to have this courage to explore, to come out of what's comfortable to you, I'll give you all those brachas precisely there. That's what Hashem promises Avram. So I wanted, to, I wanted to share this introduction to Avram. I think his children are, 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 are much, like, much like the Av is commanded and is misogal for such, for such a mission. His children are very much built with the trunais, with the DNA of their father. And his children, great pleasure. His children are, are built also with that tun, with that capacity of of the willingness to come out of that which I'm used to, that which is my security, that which is my default setting. I can come out of that and discover and expand and find something new. Slowly finding something new, developing something new, that is the capacity of a Yid. The ever-expanding Yid who has a willingness to expand and see something new, find something new, that's the possibility of a Yid. To go to an uncomfortable place, a place that's not just the security of that which he knows, that's, that's what's uniquely a Yid. That's Avram was chosen and that's his offspring. I want to share Lech Lecha, to, it's besides my Bar Mitzvah parish, it's the parish of Avram Avinu, oh, Avram Avinu, Shalom's birthday, Avram, but I want to, if you think I'm sitting here and Shloyma Guri's here with Arya and I'm just going to darshan away and we're not going to hear a song, you're not happening. Where's Shloyma? Oh, there he is. Come up, Arya and Shloyma, come up. I want to do, they, you, they're not singing right now. We're always asking Shloim and Aryeh to sing. To me, there's a degree of unfairness. We should sing for them also, Kivali. So I want to do is, they both heard this song, but they haven't heard enough of it yet. I want to first do to them, I want to teach them the song, Yoyev Taught Us. We've been singing it since Yoyev Taught Us. Aryeh's heard already. Could we sing that for the Chevra? Hashem Hashem Olerachamim Rachim Olaya Vikabel Tachanun Hashem Olerachamim Rachim Olaya Vikabel Tachanun Rachel, 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 
Just taught them a song, let them sing it back. <laughs> you get to do your own key. Shraggy wants one more. What, what should we do? Happy birthday for Shalom. Huh? Uh, we'll, we'll do that. That's that's all.
мешало. I wanted, I wanted to end. We have a few more minutes. I want to say that the, so, the, the Graz brother already brings, was supposed to serve Hashem B'Shnei Yitzrach B'Yitzahara and Yitzhatayv. And you're supposed to serve Hashem with both Yitzharim. And what does that mean to serve Hashem with the Yitzhara? There's so many aspects to us that if we had a, that we would put on the, tzad, the ledger of the Sahara. There are many aspects from young ages we're taught and we have this feeling that's the bad side of me and the drives and wants of people are very, very good. 
it's interesting, people confuse, in Bereshus it says, in Nayach it says, Yetzer leva adam ramen urav. It never says a person is ramen urav. A person is holy. A person's born adam yashar noilat. A person's pure and righteous and holy. We have a Yetzer. There's something called, there's something that tries to subdue or seduce or take over a person. There's a Yetzer leva adam ramen urav. The Adam is Yashar Nailat, people are good. There are many drives in us from young ages we consider like bad, and it's simply not true. From even Taiva, which people teach a youngster, like his dark side, he has desires. Taiva is a very elevated side of himself. Very, very elevated, has a place and a time and a reason. Many drives in the person. I'm fascinated, just right off the bat, we're introduced to Avram Avinu, and he's promised, Hashem says, I'm going to make you famous. People have a big drive. We're in an age, we speak a lot about influencers. There's a tremendous drive to be famous. There's a tremendous want for a person to be famous. And it's interesting, we're introduced to Avram. Hashem promises Avram, there's a very healthy part of the person that wants a giddle shame, that wants an enlargement of their name. Their name should be significant and to matter. We are naturally wired, you and I, that our name is important to us. It's interesting, if you ever notice this, in a loud bass medrash, there's a lot of chatter. You're trying to, I should call it chatter, is the beautiful discussions. You're learning with Yechavrusa. And we have the knack of tuning out noise, background noise, and listening to our chavrus, and I tune out background noise. Guys are talking in the hallway. I want to tell you a chiddush. We hear everything they're saying. But there's a part, it's in our subconscious. Theoretically, they can call up things you don't realize you hear, you hear. What's my raya? If a guy out there would say one of our names, you all would hear. If you heard your name, you'd say... That means you heard everything. You can't be, you just hear your name. Your just subconscious part of the brain pushes everything away because it says it's not important. And when something's important to you, it brings it to your conscious part of the brain. You're wired that things that are important, you take from the subconscious and bring it to the conscious. And you, have, you, you make the algorithm. You decide what's important. If a guy's a Met fan and a guy out there would say the word Jake, he said, did he sign? That means you're at everything they said. Just your algorithm of your brain is if anybody says the word DeGram, that means something happened, what would happen? That means I heard everything they were saying. I just, most things, my subconscious says, brain, don't worry about this. And we program the brain that things that are important to us, it brings it to the conscious. Every one of us, all our brains, our very name is very important to us. If anybody around us says our name, it likes important. We're, we're, and we're wired like that. We're wired that our name is very important to us. And a gidel shame, an enlargement of name, that our name should matter and be important, we're wired that it should count. We could mock people trying to be famous and mock it, and then we read about our great Avram Avinu, and one of the first brachas he got is, I'll be megadl, I'll make you famous. And of course, we're wired for fame that we want to make ashpa an impact. 
a gidul shame means my essence will be impactful on the world. And we're wired for that want that the name is large in important and meaningful ways that, that a person's significant and he matters. He has a gidul shame. Who he is, his name and his essence and his important counts and matters. A gidul shame matters. I want to I wanna say, say something that we're holding on the yard site works out, Hashem worked it out that, that the yard site of Dani and Ellie, we're not in yeshiva, we will make something. Bez Hashem prashed us on Thursday, maybe on Wednesday or Thursday, we have a yearly gathering to mark the yard site of Ellie and Dani. I don't like, I don't like people to be sad. And it's not a ploy, I don't like any Yiddishkeit, it's, at, it's the 11th yard site. So many guys don't know who they are, and we're not like gathering to get a little sadness, or somehow like, that's not how, I want people to become from, from a good volleyball tournament. And it's not, to, it's not to spread a stitch of sadness, I want people to become from, from happiness, from the kindness of Hashem. It's loyalty to two friends. In Oilam Abba, I want to send them gifts. And any inspiration in yeshiva that comes from mentioning their names, a gidul shame, is an ilui for their neshamas. So I want growth. I want to hand them a gift. I want to say the big... I learned many, many lessons. That Kufu was a life personally and for the yeshiva was a life-changing period of the yeshiva. It was completely... There are people here who are in the yeshiva. There's literally, we have before, we have our own BCE. There's before the accident and after it changed the entire trajectory of the yeshiva. All the friends would change. Our lives were changed in a very serious way. To me, what, one, of the, one of the biggest things I got is the value of each person. Nobody's replaceable. There's no such thing. Nobody's replaceable. The gap and the void of, of a person you don't replace with another person. A person is the, the value of this person, this unique person. With nobody's replaceable. Nobody's exchangeable. Nobody's a person has a place and an importance. And in their loss, I saw that. I saw there was no such thing. But but he's here. But he's here. But this one's come. There's a void and a gap. But he's not here. But he's not here. I saw it in a real, in, in a practical way, by my feeling my, my own whole, what I experienced, that people are not replaceable. They're not like, well, there's so many other gishma. It's not like that. There's a whole that remains a whole because this person's not here. That each person has a sense, my name matters, and I want it to be massively important, my name. A gidol shem, an increase, an enlargement of my name that my essence matters a lot, it's heavy, it's important, is not a minor thing. It expresses in fake things of famous, everybody knows them, but for what? The whole world can know about you, and I'm not sure that's the gidul shame that you crave. If it's not you, so what are you known for? I don't know if that's really a gidul shame. Avram Avinu as Agad Shemech, I'll make your name famous, means your essence will resonate all over. Your shame will be great. So that desire for fame, there's a very real place. We want, and our job is to make our name like count and matter by being true to our name. There's a very real place. It's not fake. The want to be famous, people like grapple with it, and they like 
push it away. I want to make an impact. You're right. You're right. But your name. But your name. And a giddle of shame. That your name is marked, is lived, is, is significant, is brought out. Your name makes its mark and is brought out because it's the truth. The name is like irreplaceable in the entire Bria. It says, the Mishnah says, Nobody has a moment. I don't look at it like a person has his moment of fame. You know, they speak about the famous 15 minutes of fame. Means a person has a moment that the entire Bria, whoever was and ever will be, is impacted by your existence. You A person was created, and Hashem says, This person in the cosmic, in Hashem, in Hashem's deep, deep. The other night I was walking with my wife, and we were looking at the stars, and it was a gorgeous night. And the stars were out. Each star is bigger, way bigger than this planet. And these fires of light, much larger than the whole Bria. And we were looking at the awesomeness of the world. It was like, it, it's, Blue is a good place. There's no, um, there's, it's very dark. And you're able to see stars and you get a sense of the largeness of the world. In that whole deal, expansive and large and big, a human being and his, and his battle and his science matters. It matters for everything. Everything's but a backdrop to that. And a person has a significance. And our want for fame is not a shallow want. The bracha tavram avinu is agad l'shemecha. I'm going to give you a gidul shame. It's a very important blessing. Your name is going to matter. And it's forever going to be enlarged and spoken about. Because of a truth and a person's want for a gidul shame is very real. We look at it, we grab it. I want to be famous. When we're young, we have a certain want to be famous that's actually very deep and very important. It might, there's two ways it can change over the years. Either somebody gives up, so I'll never be famous. And they never chapped that there was an MS to Gidul Shame. There's an MS to your want. It's not the point. A guy can be written in every paper and posted in every magazine. And you see with technology that is brought out, people love a lot of followers, a lot of likes. It's, that's not what Gidul Shame, what, I don't, their shame is not great. What, what, what is their shame? The shame is the mensch himself, the, the significance of the person. And a Gidl shame is this person made their mark and was, was true to who they are and, and was loyal to their essence and that matters and significance in a deep, deep, deep way. I went to a friend, I was Menachem Avil, a friend, and he sat with 11 siblings. He was one of 11 siblings. They were all talking about their holy mother. She, she, that's a gidol shame. She was a Yiddish mama. It's not written in the papers that base oval was the base oval of somebody who has a large name, Agadla Shemecha. Her name is significant. She has 11 ambassadors, each one in their own cities that are very powerful. And he said, everything I am is my mother. Everything, this guy we all sit and admire, me and my family admire, he gave credit, he said what I am is my mother, that's a Gidl shame. Her Gidl shame, it's a similar shirish to what people want, they're not wrong that want that I have tons of likes, tons of followers, you're, you're on to something what you want. 
but it's not in a shallow way. It's not in a way of nothingness. You're famous for being famous. I'm like Ponzi scheme. There's something about you and your want for fame. Avram was b- blessed with that God Shmecha. It's funny to read it in the term, like, oh my goodness, what I like thought about. And Avram is blessed with it. It's not nothing. There's something called Gidol shame. When we're true to ourselves, when we bring out what we're supposed to bring out, that is marked for eternity. That has a massive significance in the world. It makes a dent. And we all crave that because the truth of our existence. We crave the Gidol shame, but it has to be somebody's loyal to who they are finds themselves, finds their place, finds their objective, and they'll have an Agad Shemecha. They'll have this blessing, the blessings to Avram, it's Mevur and Taisvis, applied to every single Yid. So we all have this blessing, we're Shaykh to Agad Shemecha. What it is and what we crave has to be true to ourselves. It means that I'm true to my net mission. I'm true to my uniqueness. That's all part of my shame. And then I got shame. It will be enlarged. It will be significant. It will be nicker its impact on the world around me. So I wanted to share that Nagat Lashemech, that Hashem blesses Avram. All of us should be in a, in a meaningful way to be true to our name, our shame, and to be to this blessing of Hashem, to have a name that's impactful and meaningful because we're true to our name. Happy man. That's funny. Well, where are you? Let's dive in.